this week on the Lords of Grantham podcast, we break down the brand new one minute Gilded Age season two teaser. How much information can we really pull from this? What are some of our predictions? Uh, What are our thoughts? Let's find out. And we're back to talk about less than one minute of footage. How you doing, Corey? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Dave? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I can't complain. You know, we talked about it last week at the end of Belgravia, but we were shocked to see that it's true. Gilded Age is coming back. It wasn't coming back on the September 11th as promised by some of the cast. It's coming back October 29th. And mm-hmm. they dropped a minute-long teaser. I deliberately held off on watching it. And then right before recording, you said, oh, yeah, I've watched it multiple times. Well, I mean, I knew that we... Because when we recorded the Belgravia season wrap-up, we're like, oh, let's just do it now. And then I was like, well, I haven't watched the trailer. Why don't we wait and do it next week? So I thought in the week I would watch it. And then I watched it once that night. And I think like three times today just to try to surmise some information. Yeah. And, and you know, the battery died on my, my remote control for my TV. And it started playing before an HBO show I was watching. And I was just fumbling around desperately trying to not watch any of it. And it didn't even matter because you've already watched it all. Well, hey, you haven't watched it. No. And I think uh, we have we have two points of view right now. And not that there's much to get from it, but mm-hmm. that's all I'll say. So do you want to watch it live and I and, and sort of pause and talk? I can pull it up on YouTube, too. Okay. And you, you can pause it, it as things happen that you think are worth discussing. This because been, it is less, less than a minute. Right. It's been circling for six days. It was released on... August 23rd, this minute-long clip. Uh, and, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped to see what's going on. So just tell me, Dave, when you're good to go. Okay, we're loading up now. Let's see if we're going to get an ad. Oh, no, no ad. Hold okay. on, let me turn this down so I can hear you. You, because I've heard this before. Okay. All right, tell me when you want to hit play. Three, two, one, play. This is Russell. Starting off with Nathan Lane is a strong choice. I mean, it's the right choice. Corey's watching intently, audience. So they're really learning, leaning into the birth of it all, which I think is the right choice. Not Bertha. Yeah, it is Bertha. Yeah. Yeah been a while since we watched we need to re, re, re-acclimate ourselves okay so it is all bertha all the time in this this kickoff teaser in this trailer uh, yeah it is funny it feels like nathan lane has doubled down on his uh southern accent he, he says everything except i do declare <laughs> in that teaser and maybe he maybe you know that's after the camera cuts he says something else so suffering yeah. succotash. <laughs> I, I mean, I remember it being strong, but man, he was laying it on thick there. There's going to be a war. <laughs> uh, I think it's the right choice, though, what they're doing there. Because, again, if you know Julian Fellow's TV shows, it always, always is about the, you know, people below, below those who are in power and, and how they 
you know, engage with them. And in this case, as we saw last season with Bertha kind of coming up against, you know, old money with, with all her new money. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, there, there's, there's a lot to, to dig into there. So I, I'm, I'm excited that, that that's what they're, they're focusing on. But Dave, you were trying to remind yourself where we left off at the end of Gilded Age season one. It doesn't seem like it hints at anything else going on, but Dave, where, where, where did we leave off? Can you remind us? So we left off with the big things that I remember. There's mm-hmm. Mrs. Astor, who's our sort of uh, social gatekeeper. And yeah. Bertha sort of wins her over. Uh, that was one thing. I do, th- and I'll just say this right now, since since we are doing a podcast about a 50-second thing that we've just watched. Uh, I think we're going to revisit the end of Gilded Age in some capacity before we jump back in. We have to. To the next season, just to talk about the season on the whole with with fresh eyes, because it's been a while. And we did watch it live, so we've only seen it once. Uh, so mm-hmm. we said, Bertha and uh, what's uh, George Russell sort of break down the old money and make their way in. Right, she's got and the favor of Miss Astor. Yes. Also, uh, Marion finds out that her man Rakes mm-hmm. is not in, not trying to get with her. He's off on doing his own thing. He's a bit of a dog. They're going to, and this is like, we should just take a step back. We're just running through the end of season one. So if you haven't watched Gilead, go and watch it. Great season. Yeah, what are you doing listening to this if you haven't watched it? I could get out of here. But yeah, Marion was going to elope with Tom until she realized, oh, he just wants my money. And also, mm-hmm. he's just a bad man. So she gets out of there. Uh, and so that means she's single. She's ready to mingle. And we already know that George's son has had his eyes on Marion. Um, Drake Karn from Poldark, if you will. Uh, Larry Russell, I believe, right? Yes. <laughs> Blessed. One of the most charismatic names you could have on a show, Drake. Now to one of the lamest, Larry. Uh, quite, quite the range there quite the jump yeah yeah um but we'll see if more comes out this year because again they're new money people don't always like them uh we got peggy she Mm -hmm. learns that her son is alive uh and you know she's been just trying to earn her keep working for marion's family uh get some money along the way but now she's off to find this child i think right that's that's where we left her yeah we're gonna be looking into that and if we recall piggy was one of our favorite characters from the first season she had the, the well, most de- interesting yeah, stuff going on um and then we also had monsieur bolden yeah Bodden. or what's it Bodden. 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 yeah his, his real name because we josh borden as we correctly guessed he was not a french trained chef he is indeed uh, from America. <laughs> well, he is a French-trained chef. He's just not a French chef. Right, he's not French. He is not actually French. Yeah, he's from Kansas. He's, uh, he's from Wichita. Yeah. And, you know, I'm surprised there wasn't any, like, that many jabs from, uh, uh, who was it? Agnes? Is that her name, Agnes Van Ryden? Ada, Ada, you know. Ada, um, Aunt Ada. Aunt Ada's the Christian Aunt, Bransky. not the... Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Wait, is she Agnes? Oh, yeah, she is Agnes. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ada's the I, other one. Or I'm Ada Brooke, confused. yeah. But Cynthia Nixon. Surprised there wasn't any Agnes uh, quips in there because, you know. The, there were. 
Not enough. I mean, I guess it's 50 seconds. Yeah. She's got but a couple in there. She is our Dowager Countess uh, for, for this show. So, uh, It is funny, though, that the um, Wikipedia page shows who's in season two, who was recurring in season one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, I think you're correct, Dave. We're going to have to re- really go in and re- reacclimate ourselves with this show. There's only so much we can infer from these 50 seconds that we watched here. Show looks yeah, great. Yeah, not to... I do think that I think we're like fans of these shows, but we don't like binge and we don't watch them over and over again. So mm-hmm. in the time since we watched Gilded Age, we've watched all of Poldark, Seasons of the Crown, Belgravia. Like it's mm-hmm. been a while. So yeah. I just need a refresher to begin with before we jump in. So I'm I'm here for I'm here for doing it and I'm here for reporting on it back to our listeners. Mm hmm. You're right, right. So, You're all right. There is a, the quip of Agnes saying this is very dramatic, when it, melodramatic when they're talking about going to war. Yeah, and she says she's ready for a fight. Yeah. Now, do we have any predictions for season four based upon, or season two based upon this minute? Uh, Larry winds up with someone, I bet you. He, they can't just keep having him be single, ready to mingle, and not shack up with anyone. Larry Russell. Larry Russell? Yeah. I okay. know it's but not fiction. but you don't think it's gonna be Marion. Oh, it could be them two together. Yeah. But there could also be a thing where they have Larry go off with someone else to prolong uh Mary being into him Marion being into him and not being with them. Oscar mm-hmm. Van Ryan, he's gotta do something. This guy's just been walking around town with his top hat, his black his glasses. Yeah, and his cane. The dude's got to pair up with someone. Because also the actor himself is 45, and they're portraying him as if he's this young cad. they gotta, they got to settle him down. There's only so long you can you can kind of carry that on for. Well, he's Julian's gay character. We need to... I mean, you know, not to put it so simply, but the way Julian often does it is he just has the token uh, LGBT Positive gay character. character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in his show although did Belgravia have one of those I don't think so I don't think overtly maybe it's because uh, Julian doesn't know how to write from the voice of a person like that <laughs> maybe yeah well maybe he wanted such a tight story he's like I gotta I can't do all of my signature moves yeah they ain't ready for this one uh, we don't get any idea what the Van Rynes are going to be doing granted Agnes spends most of last season as a sort of pseudo shut in, as does Ada. Like they really don't leave the house. Mm-hmm. They're just sort of treading water, collecting money, and you know that's that's really all we're getting from there. Yeah, uh, I mean Cynthia Nixon has gone to work. She r- literally went right off doing and just like that season two into Gilded Age season two. She has not rested at all. Uh. Well, she's resting now. She's on strike. Yeah, that's true. I, I hope they're they're they yeah they do a little bit more with them because in a lot of ways in that first season, Agnes, she's like the Dowager Countess, but she's not part of the main family. So it's almost the equivalent of like Violet showing up. But Violet is you know the one you want to see. You know, if if you were to kind of flip the roles, it's like why aren't we getting more of her? And yeah, I feel like we could definitely. You mean get more Isabel? Agnes. Yeah, I'm sorry. Violet is the Dowager Countess. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, Isabel. The yeah. 
not showing up all the time. Sorry, listeners, I got that backwards. For That's the Downton right. uh, fans out there. <laughs> um, so, what about Bob Borden? Borden, is he going to just skate by as if nothing happened? No. Something's going to, it's, uh, they're going to call into question his, his legitimacy, I bet you. Something. Because it's already come into question that he's not actually French. Someone's going to pick catch wind of this, and then they're going to cast some doubt on uh, the, the Spectres, I think. Or the Russell. Russell. I'm Russell. sorry. I was looking at Morgan Spector, the actor. and <laughs> yeah, Man, it, there's just so much we got to learn again. This is something we, we need to get better at, just being good to go when these shows come back, and we're going to do it this time. Well, I mean, that's why we're here doing this episode, because we are, we are what, like two months away from this show starting, and we're talking about this one-minute thing saying, we don't remember this, but yeah. we're excited for it. Um, yeah. But Baud- Baudin does kind of come back and save the day in the kitchen, and it seems as though the Russells are willing to forgive his lack of French authenticity mm-hmm. in exchange for the fact that he cooks good French or, you know, good food. Yeah. So will they keep him on and just pretend that he's not, you know, pretend that he is bought in or will <laughs> him being a guy from Kansas become part of, you know, will, will they have to address that in order to retain their place in society does more of the staff turn french or do they try to hire an actual person from france to keep that legitimacy down there or do more more people from wichita start getting cooking jobs in the new york city there's something about the food there in wichita or the people from there they just know how to cook They, they know how to make a good meal um what about What's what's Rakes going to be up to? Tom Rakes. I think we might have said George Rakes. I don't think we need to see him. I think his storyline is completed. He's kind of like, if you will, like one of Edith's uh, significant others from Down Abbey, where Mm -hmm. Edith would have a man every year, and then they just kind of disappear, the following one. Uh, I would not be upset about that, because as we talked about a lot in our Belgravia coverage, Rakes Rakes and Marion are definitely not the... The winners of the, the the performance game of Gilded Age. So, yeah. if we're stuck with with one of them, maybe we can pair another one up with uh, someone better. It is telling though that of, of the downstairs, Bowden is the guy we're talking about the most. When there's, you know, what is it, Mister Bannister and Mister Church? Oh, who is that guy? Armstrong. Who would always just like turn around and like have this look. Of like, oh, there's something going on about them. I know these people, and then they never followed up on it. Correct. I I remember what you're talking about. I don't want to speak out of turn as if I can remember answer what that happened correctly. With that guy. I remember that plot. Our listeners are like, these guys really do need to <laughs> do their work before they hit record. Or or our listeners are just like, oh yeah, I vaguely remember that. I should rewatch too, and maybe yeah. we all should. <laughs> Here's a question to the listeners: What are some things from Gilded Age that you're like, oh yeah, that? Like, hit yeah. us up on on the Twitter, the Instagram, the email with that. Tell us what Let you us remember. Us what are you we think. that bad off? Is our memory fading that poorly? Should we see a doctor? Is that what are there we're people who here? are listening to this that have watched Gilded Age in its entirety more than once? That's the question that I want to know because. It's some dense television. Yeah, it's a, it's an hour long. Uh, each episode, but I mean they're not full hours, if I recall correctly. Not every single one. It's not the Crown either. Julian yeah. is very clever and quick. Mm-hmm. Well, We've, are there any any 
anything else that we need to talk about before we move on? Or have we covered all of our bases here? We think Nathan Lane is going to I mean, Nathan what's, Lane it up. Yeah, Nathan Lane's going to ham it up. What's um, uh, George Russell going to be up to? Because last season he was so caught up in just getting headway into building out the railway and stuff like that. Do you think he's just going to face more challenges with that? Or is there going to be more something else with him? Is his wife going well, to... Maybe teaser that... gives us one shot of it looks like people protesting or, or shaking their fists. So maybe, maybe I... he goes a little too far and his workers start acting out against him. I know last season that they had some uh, interaction between his wife and him in terms of their business impacting each other. They can lean a little bit more into that, how they may be hurting each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, obviously, I'd hope, because they, they seem like they're very complementary, but they're also operating in two very different worlds despite being in the exact same world. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll see with them. I'm very curious to see how they, they bring it together. Because that's the one thing Julian excels at, is just finding these completely uh, separate stories and just finding a way to bring it together in a way that makes sense. Enough connective tissue. Yeah. Okay, I think that's all we can say about the Guild Age yeah, now. Yeah, <laughs> I think you know we've done we've done things where we talked about hour long TV episodes for an hour and ten minutes. I think talking for seventeen minutes about a fifty second trailer. Yeah, I think we've done our due diligence here. And um, so, if you have any pre, you know, any of our listeners have any predictions of their own that they want to send in, because we did call Bald in before it happened. So if you have any wild ideas you want to get in our ears before and we'll give you credit mm-hmm. let us know and we're still actively trying to figure out what we're going to be killing time with until Gilead rolls back around mm-hmm. uh, I, we'll, we'll hit back on some classics we'll we'll cover some other things uh, as yeah. well as some more proper Gilded Age previews and predictions and whatnot. and, and uh, in the interim we will be on our Patreon, working on some fan fiction <laughs> with yeah. Downton Abbey characters. I will say, before we sign off and before we discuss anything else that we've been watching, um, we got a review on Apple Podcasts for Marg220617 that uh, she, I believe it's a she, said, let's say that they said that um, they did, they wish we had reviewed Belgravia when it first aired and they're glad that they don't they don't need to revisit it and they just watched along or listened along with us and they would love to know if we agree with her opinion that this show Belgravia was not Julian Fellows' best by a long shot. I mean, Julian on his weakest day is still entertaining. So mm-hmm. I no, English game. If you if you watch English game, <laughs> you would know that's Julian on his most mailed in, I'd say. Mm-hmm. But I think we both agreed last week that Downton, Apex, yeah, then Gilded Age is a really solid follow-up to that, actually, as far as realizing the potential of an ensemble. And then Belgravia and English Game kind of fall to the wayside below them. I agree. So we do agree with you, Marg220617. Yeah. But, so what else have you been watching, Corey? I know we've we got a busy couple weeks, weekends ahead of us, so... I was 
back home all weekend, so I didn't really have a choice of what I got to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. Just a lot of YouTube clips that my dad had on TV of people just motorcycling and traveling around the world. Uh, he, he really is a fan of people just backpacking and then who they meet along the way and what vehicles they choose to, to get there. So a lot of that. <laughs> okay. How about you, Dave? Uh, nothing in particular. I feel like we recorded, what, a Thursday afternoon and right now it's Tuesday. So mm-hmm. only been a few days, but I think just to uh, get a little somber for a moment, we're both wrestling fans and uh, one of the most famous, I would say, most uh, innovative pro wrestlers, Wyndham Rotunda Bray Wyatt on WWE, passed away at 36 years old. And uh, I got to, you know, it's always sad when you lose somebody that you watch and is entertaining you. But when they're Mm -hmm. like a year older than you, it really hits hard with four kids and a wife. So, you know, I did a little little peacock watching of uh, Bray Wyatt matches to show my girlfriend some of the stuff that she did not see from his uh, early reign before. Because I guess, you know, since the pandemic or since, since uh, you know, he was, he was, he was fired by Vince McMahon and brought back and, and continued to do cool stuff. So yeah. she had never seen any of this stuff before then. So I showed some, I believe it was, if you, if you have Peacock for Downton Abbey and you're interested in some strange pro wrestling, the Wyatt family versus the Shield from uh, I, I think it's 2014 is a really fun, very dynamic pro wrestling match of six ugly men. Well, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and five ugly men, four ugly yeah. men. I always thought, and this is like a controversial opinion. Listeners are just tuning out, but I don't care. But like when he faced Randy Orton at WrestleMania for the belt, and he had the the images appearing on the stage and everything. Oh, people the maggots said was, and the yeah, bugs. People said it was the dumbest thing, and I was I was there for it. Because if you're following the storyline, it was exactly what he was promising the whole time. He was trying to mess with Randy's head and get inside his head. It was exactly what the storyline was. Mm. And people were like, it's ch- lame, it's whatever. But it's like, the guy had a carny type of gimmick. It worked. I thought it was great. Yeah. Kane would would make fire come out of the poles. Like, exactly. It's I, really I, not that wild of an assumption to think that that would happen. I, I had issues with how that match ended, but still was entertaining to me and then also when he faced randy orton in an inferno inferno match which is exactly yeah, during the pandemic is. which is during which is a peak pandemic wrestling it was a room engulfed in flames and spoiler alert one of them ended up in flames so yeah and for the for for the record randy orton wrestles in like wrestlers clothes and bray wyatt wrestles <laughs> in like pants and a shirt and a mask so guess which one winds up engulfed in flames by the end of it spoiler alert <laughs> but a, a super fun. Well, I'll miss him. I think you'll. I mean, every wrestling fan will miss him. So, we just want to say thank you for the entertainment, mm-hmm. Mr. Bray Wyatt. So, yeah. rest in peace. But on that note, we'll keep talking about stuff, including wrestling, from time to time. And yeah, you know where to find us: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, X, uh, LordsGrantham at gmail.com Hit us up. You can leave us five star ratings and reviews if you so choose, or you can leave us lesser ones if you want yeah, to go that Yeah, I put way. it. I, I'll, I'll say I put it on the Twitter. We got a one star review that I wasn't wasn't too fond of, and and I wasn't like bitter. I didn't call out the person. I just posted the review. We get bad reviews sometimes. That's that's just how people that listen problems. to us ramble for saying what's that character's name. They're the people that are like you know I might, maybe I'll do a one star. Yeah. 
Uh, and yeah, all our archive is on Podbean and uh, anywhere where you get your podcasts. And yeah, subscribe to our Patreon too if you so choose. And join us in the Lords of Grantham Lounge. And we'll catch you next time on the pod. Yeah.